gentlemen, please welcome Gable of Gable Price and Friends. Welcome, man. What's up? How you guys doing? Dude, this is so exciting. You know, every year there are certain bands that you have never heard about until you see the lineup. And then it's like, how do we not know these guys? Oh, man. Well, hey, I'm, I'm stoked. It's going to be cool. It's a sick lineup this year. And so I can't wait. Yeah, it's uh, uh, have you ever been on a cruise ship in general? <laughs> no, no, I, I have not at all. Um, I've watched plenty of the sweet life on deck, though. And so I'm, I'm well, well prepared. Um, you know, we'll, we'll be we'll be all right. You know, I don't get super motion sick, so we'll be, we'll be great. Nice. Now, I see a colony house poster yeah, behind yeah. you. Tell yeah. us about that, because they are a former rock boat band. Yeah, yeah. So Colony House guys, um, I mean, growing up, they were one of my, I wouldn't say growing up, but like probably in my later high school years, they were one of my favorite bands. Um, ended up getting real close with them. Scott, their guitar player, helped co-produce our last record. Um, nice. And then Caleb and I from Colony House have, you know, we've worked on a few songs together and stuff like that. And so they become kind of uh, really, really close uh, friends in the music world, band world, stuff like that. It's always nice to have, you know? Yeah, and the connections there, and it's obviously a testament to the people at Six Men and the Rock Boat. They just picked amazing artists to come on the Rock Boat. So, kudos yeah, man, to you I saw, guys. I saw, that lineup is crazy, man. The best concert I've ever been to was a Young the Giant show, and so I'm excited yeah. to let them know that in person. I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, it's it, it, when you guys got the call, right? To like, you know, how, yeah. how did that go down? And then. Like, did you tell the uh, did you tell everybody else in the band and, and how, like how did that transpire? Yeah, so I mean, it went down similar to other shows where you know they'll inquire through our booking agents and then yep. our manager will get a hold of it and he'll he usually um, fields the stuff through me first, um, just because if you know the guys see cruise ship, they're gonna be like yes, but they're <laughs> like hey, we want to make sure that this is good for you. Can we pass on to the guys? I'm like. Oh my gosh, like, is this real? Is the first question. Um, because it's just like, if you had to make a basically Craigslist scam of how you're going to get murdered as a band, a cruise ship sounds about right. And so I'm like, what is the, you know, I'm like, this lineup looks unreal. How, first off, how did they hear of us? Second, you know, uh, what, what does it look like? And then after it all checked out and was legit and y'all are amazing, um, we were like, Holy cow, send it to the guys. You know, I, I can't imagine a scenario where they are un, unavailable. And so we, we all got really hyped. I don't think we've ever accepted a show that far out either. And so nice. it's like, man, what are we doing that, you know, in a year, basically, I think is when we, or more than a year ago when we got the inquiry. And so, man, it's it's just going to be so fun. Nice. And, you know, for, for the rock voters that are listening and getting excited, can can you let us know how you you know, how the band formed and where y'all are from? Yeah, um, so we formed about five years ago in a town called Redding, California. Um, it's pretty, it's it's super far north in California. People are always like, you near LA? Eight hours. Um, <laughs> and so we're, we're in between Sacramento and the Oregon border. Um, and so, yeah, like I said, super north. Uh, we all went to a school here. Um, we met because I, I wasn't really feeling musically... Um, I wasn't really getting my musical fix while I was out in school. And so I invited a couple of my friends to make an EP with me and we decided to release it. And it, you know, all of our goals for it were kind of broken in the first day. 
<laughs> of, of release. And so, you know, it's been five years of, you know, our expectations getting broken. You know, we wanted to play, you know, the second biggest venue in, in Reading. And now we're playing a cruise ship with a bunch of our favorite artists and, uh, and stuff like that. And so, and we formed, uh, you know, like that we've, um, it's a bunch of my friends. And so it's, we've got a very, um, I feel like you can feel the camaraderie and the music, um, you know, the alternative, very band sound. You know how sometimes there's bands that you're like, they're a band, but you can tell it's all made by one person. I like to think that our stuff feels like it's a very um, accumulative uh, sound. Stuff it, it, like it's that, you know? 100% yeah. that. It is uh, the moment that, so they let us do a podcast on the last cruise ship um, to reveal who the artists were. We did an interview with Trey and, and Six Man Jen, and yeah. they released on the ship uh, while we were recording it at sea who, who was coming. And as soon as, like every other rock boater, and you'll get to know them, uh, as soon as they know who's coming, they do their research, they start listening yeah. to music. And I can't tell you how many days a week I listen to I Don't Want to Live Like This. Oh, um, man, that's, that's great to hear. It's an anthem. I mean, uh, you oh, know, thanks, man uh heater i would call that a heater <laughs> a banger if you will um yeah man i love that song that one's got uh, one can drive like a bus man i like to think that um, or a cruise ship the f- yeah, yeah it can drive like a cruise ship um you know that was one of those ones you know when you set off to accomplish a feeling more than a sound um we wanted we wanted that feeling and it, it feels like it really really worked in a way not in a way of like succeeded by um people listening to it but just the feeling that we wanted to be accomplished it just hit it right on the mark which is always great because you don't always get that no no you don't and speaking what is the speaking cr- of speaking of like setting a sound man i said to these guys before you had popped on i was like man he sounds like the, the lead vocalist for the killers and, oh, and just uh, and just kind of like the whole thing i was like damn how did i not hear this band so I am super excited to see you guys, man. Man, that's an honor. That's yeah. you know one of my favorite bands of all time. All of us, when we think of who we would love to sonically resemble or chase the the feeling and sound of it, you know, the Killers is always on that list. And so that's an honor to hear that, man. You know, you guys had a a new EP come out in April, um, live at the end. And yeah. uh, what what's the creative process like? between you all and, and developing uh, a new EP and, and music in general. Yeah. I mean, so, so live at the end is um, a few of the songs from our record, the consequence of being alive. Um, truth be told, we didn't really know we were going to turn that show into an EP. Um, That's that so was cool. Just, that was, was the ending of our run of shows to release the album. It wasn't our release tour, but it was like, okay, our hometown of Reading isn't necessarily a concert place. So we're like, let's pick some key cities that we feel like are close to us as a band. Let's play those cities and have release shows there. And so that was the end of the run. Um, and our label was like, hey, why don't we bring out some some video guys and take some videos? Like, hey, let's do it. And then it got to the point where it's like, okay, we've got the audio, we've got the video, let's just turn it into an EP. And so, I mean, that's that one I would say happened by accident or with a lack of intentionality <laughs> from our end, um, just kind of turned into something. But creative process for albums and EPs usually looks like I try to start like 70% of the song, get like it mostly written. Um, you know, a lot of times me and an acoustic guitar, me and a drum loop, something like that. And then we kind of leave room for creativity to take over. Um, we all kind of bring our own sound to it. And 
I'd say half the songs in the album we kind of fleshed out in a room all together. Um, the other half, we had some really solid producers work on demos with me. And then once we nice. got into the studio, everyone kind of put their spin on um, the demo ideas and stuff like that. It's awesome. So when you guys tour um, and you guys are currently on tour, you're just, you'd have a, you have a break in dates right now. Um, and you know, what is it like logistically for you guys internally as a band when touring? Is there always like someone that just like, I don't know, is like, do you guys like designate like in charge of like, who's going to pick dinner that night or like, <laughs> like Man, within the band, you know, the important things. It, we're, <laughs> yeah, dude, we're, we're so young to touring that it, you know, sometimes like it feels like one person will take charge of it one day and then the next day, you know, they're in the back of the van taking a nap, you know, um, and, uh, or, you know, so it, it really just ebbs and flows. I would say we, whoever is running front of house, like mixing us is the one that we like to have choosing the food, you know, picking those nice. things, one less thing for us to decide that day. Granted, <laughs> there's some cities that we go to that I'm like, Hey guys, I got this one. Like I'm picking it out. So for me, it's Cincinnati. Cause that's where I'm from. I'm like, I'm okay. all the meals when we're in Cincinnati. Um, you know, Dan, uh, he loves to pick for Chicago because that's where he's from. And so I think each of us just have our own um, region we feel strongly about. Other than that, we trust everyone else's um, taste palette for for, for food, food places. And um, in terms of like, you know, merch and driving, you know, that kind of ebbs and flows. But I would say our guitarist, Adam, picks up a lot of logistical mm -hmm. stuff once the tour starts. I do a ton nice. to lead up to it. But just okay. with how much we're having to, how much output we're having to do, and you know, for me to stay mentally fresh, like once we're on the tour, um, I usually let the guys take over a lot of the stuff. But prep is a lot Makes of sense. Nice. Yeah, you you talk about merch. Let yeah. Adam know that merch is a big deal on the rock boat. I will, man. I will. We will bring <laughs> right. it. We will bring it. You know, uh, I'm trying to think of some clever boat-related things for us to make merch from. I'm sure the the classic ones are going to be taken. So I'll try to think outside of the box. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> when you started out in your endeavor in music, um, what is it like as a, as a professional uh, looking back to young Gable to, to the now Gable um, and now seeing that you're on the same, you know, billiard as, you know, some of the other bands that we had mentioned, um, you know, um, young, the giant and such, I like guess a person, you know, cause I, I read that like you've been inspired by music at a very young age and, um, I read, and I'm only bringing this up cause it's yeah. Mark's birthday this week, but when you were 13, you got a, a Gibson Les Paul as a birthday gift, correct? Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. You talk about an incredible birthday. <laughs> Dude, the thing was like 90 pounds. You know, like those, the, like the lower end, uh, like like the studio Gibsons, like um, like the ones that you get as your entrance Gibson. Oh, those okay. things will take your shoulder off man, when, you, when you wear them for too long. And so well, I loved that thing, man. But eventually, I was like, man, I think my posture's hurting. <laughs> so I switched, and um, I've, I'm in the market now for a lighter gold top. Is what I would love. Nice. To have. It's just a lighter gold top, less Paul, but. Yeah, sorry, I know that wasn't the question. I was just kind of commenting on the Just no. putting that out there in case someone wants to get you it for your next birthday, you know? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, so, Chris, I'm so sorry. I kind of cut off your question. What was it? No. Um, 
what what was it like um you know at a young age getting a, a guitar at 13 and then now and then just looking at the transition you as a person and as an artist what does that like internally feel when you like you know maybe when you look out to the audience and you just see people rocking out to your music man it, it really does mean so much not to be cliche or anything it does kind of like it's one of the reasons why I do it. You know, I think too, my first concert, which is actually interesting because it's, it was Switchfoot. So John, Ford Oh wow. No. Rock, rock boat this year. Yeah. We've yeah. become, we've become friends over the, over the years and we've worked on a few of the songs from our last record together, but awesome. Um, at all of those shows, I'll see a kid on his dad's shoulders, you know, and I'll just, I mean, at our age, age, uh, no age requirement shows, you know, in some cities it's hard to find a venue without it. But, uh, um, you know, I'll look out there and I'll see a kid on his dad's shoulders and I'm like, man, that was, that was me at the Switchfoot show. And, uh, so I, I think whenever I'm mean, just growing as an artist, I feel like a lot of times you start to lose the, uh, I don't want to say childlikeness cause that sounds too easy, but, um, you start to lose just like the, the reality that what you do is really cool. Like that it's, it's, it's really the, the odds are not for someone to make a living in music and uh and so i think whenever i'm starting to feel really really down or feeling like it's kind of you know when the road gets a little bit longer than i'd want it to be um you know uh, looking out in the crowd and seeing a kid on his dad's shoulders i'm like oh yeah. my gosh like that that's that's crazy and so man there's a lot of full circles and 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 touring like when you see moments like that or yeah. see my dad out in the crowd at our show in cincinnati or being on a bill with mr foreman himself and yeah it's just it's cool man it's it's uh it's an honor and uh it's something that is i'm constantly reminded of is just not a normal path of life is to get to make songs yeah. for a living we had john on um a couple months ago and um actually we had him on at the beginning of this month yeah and um he's the coolest person ever he says like the most basic thing and i'm like that was poetic yeah <laughs> seriously <laughs> Such well, a we California, to... <laughs> such a California boy. That's for yeah, sure, hundred percent. But his brother's better at surfing than he is. So yeah, well, he's on the wave. He, did he admit that? Did he admit yeah. that? We we ask the hard-hitting <laughs> questions, you know. <laughs> you know, it's always the person who talks less about the thing. So like, you know, you talk to John, and he's just like, "Oh man, surfing, 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 surfing." You talk to Tim, and he's like, "Oh yeah, totally." And then, so of course, he's the one who's better, you know. Uh, <laughs> so like, I relate. My younger brother is better than me at everything. And so, uh, <laughs> I, I get it. I'm with you. <laughs> what I was getting at was the um, when we had John on, we were talking about music and when you see people out there and you know generational music and um, you know music that and the cool thing about the Rockboat family um, is all of the music is generational, right? Yeah, you've got your bigger artists in the world that we all know their songs when we go out, right? It's just sit pan. It's like it's, it's like a pandemic of amazing music, but Pandemic. within the rockboat family I don't know. <laughs> within the rockboat family um it's it truly is and you're going to get to experience that and i think that's going to be one of the most you know um palpable things that that you're gonna i think you will just from talking to you you're awesome and i mean are you ready to like get on a cruise ship and like everybody is going to know your songs oh man i'm stoked i'm i'm really stoked and i've i've realized just by looking at the social media of rock boat it, people are in and and just like it's their thing you know every year mm -hmm. um and so it's it's gonna be cool man i'm i know what to expect yet i don't 
if that makes yeah. if that makes sense. And so I'm ready to be surprised in a lot of areas and just have a great time. I love it. Yeah. Uh, the intro of our podcast goes, do you live your life rock boat to rock boat? And that's really how all of this started for us. Uh, but when you get on there, and actually before you get on there, I'm betting during this tour, you're starting to see some rock boaters coming out to your shows. Oh, man. Yeah, I, 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 I'm excited for it. I'm sure once we get more West Coast, um, we're going to see more and more as it gets closer and stuff like that. And we'll start pushing on the socials. But I can't believe it, man. You get to be on a boat playing music. Who to found it? And, and the collaboration, the you know, that's that's what really separates this is those those moments that just happen spontaneously. And you you strike me as a guy you've you know written with John and performed just with saying. Colony House. Just saying, kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm game. You know, you don't have to tell me twice. I'm, I'm not the <clears throat> side of the party that needs to be told. <laughs> what what does planning um a tour you know like as a human like the stressors of it what how do you guys find yourself like grounding yourself in between shows do you guys just like do you guys just like need some time apart do you guys like do yoga like what like what you don't have to tell you know i don't want to like dive yeah. into like anything super personal but like what how do you keep yourself grounded when you're out there on the road Man, uh, it, it's interesting because we're we're van tours. We we are nowhere near a bus, um, and so it's a, a lot of times when we get to the hotel after the show, um, we will be really to ourselves. Yeah. And so you know we'll get in the van, and usually like I think I'm probably the only morning person in the van, and so usually until the point where we get to the venue, which is probably about a four to six hour drive, it's complete silence in the van. Um, nice. And so that's pretty that's pretty grounding. I go on runs, which is really nice. But in the time in between shows, like for instance, we are on a we just did a month tour. We're coming up on three weeks on the road, and we had about yep. two weeks in between, which is the shortest amount of time we've ever had between legs of a tour. And so, <laughs> you know, I think for a lot of us, we're still really, really, really learning how to how to come down and ground ourselves. And um, on the road, it helps to run. It helps to have the thing that only you do. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but at, at home, I haven't seen any of the guys yet and we've been home for nice. a little over a week. And so I, I think it, I don't think we like intentionally get space, but we all have, you know, I, I'm married and the other guys are in relationships. And so it's like, I will see you guys in two weeks. Yep. You know, kind of out of mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do not know you. It's like that scene from, uh, the hangover when the school teacher's going, Yep. And he's like, I do not know you. You do not exist. <laughs> yep. I mean, Adam texted me today, our guitar player, and he goes, I think I saw you at the movies the other day. That yeah. is great. <laughs> and Red, Reading movie theaters maybe have 10 people in them. And so I'm like, <laughs> that, that just explains the in-between of these legs. Like, hey, I saw you a couple days ago. Hope you're doing well. <laughs> <sighs> so, you know, you have, um, like, you, you've got some more touring coming up um and what like what kind of preparation for set lists and stuff do you guys see yourself like how far in advance would you guys is that like a game day decision based off of the venue or you know it, it depends on how long our set is so this last tour, tour we had set a set b and then reduced set and so the reduced set was there were a few nights on the tour that instead of just having gold park our set opener um, we would bring on a first of three 
Um, oh. You know, if it's a city we haven't really played before and we need a little help with ticket sales or it's just a place like Charlotte where we have another friend who's got a great project that we just want to be involved in the night. Um, you know, so those ones will do like a shorter set. But set A is like, I mean, we with it being an album tour, we did a lot of the new record. Um, so we're thinking, okay, what's new? What do we want to push? Because a lot of times, you guys know this, like you can have a favorite from a band and then when you see them live, it can completely change. And so, you know, we try to make sure that the hits are in there from the record, but then a couple of the slept on ones. So if we're doing six songs from the new album, it's four top ones, two ones that we want to be top ones. Um, and then older songs try to stick to hits and then have like one or two floater songs so set a was mostly mostly just like okay these are the top songs these are what people want to hear and then set b was like okay let's sneak in two that never really did well but we love playing them and uh stuff like that and so you, you got it down to a science huh yeah we, i mean we try to i mean with the, these tours like we're it's all just so new to us that we try to keep some things stable you know i know john and switchfoot guys can switch it up that night and stuff like that for us, we're like, okay, let's get five shows in a row with the same set before we even think about changing it. Now, I do have an acoustic portion on tour that's just nice. me, and I, pre- I pretty much choose the song on the fly every single time. And so, nice. um, just like Taylor Swift, you know? Yeah, yeah, Gable's version, you know? Uh, but, uh, yeah, man, so, I mean, it's set lists, I feel like, are pretty set in stone. You know, we try to have a little bit of flexibility, but for the most part, we're not going to be bringing up a song from four albums ago. Um without rehearsing it yeah so so on the boat you're gonna get three sets and yep. then there's gonna be something called cabin shows okay have you heard of these yet i have i have okay so all right gotten some well, invites dot 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 <laughs> <laughs> man I'm, I'm excited yeah we'll, we'll we'll get some we'll get spicy with the set list for sure i mean nice. i can't imagine playing and we did last year we did a festival and we played two sets and even the second time when we were playing the same set as the first time we were like we got to change this up. And so we're going to be playing a lot of tunes, a lot of, a lot of different ones when rock boat comes around. It's going to be cool. Super yeah. exciting. Now what, when will like, like, like for something like this, like something that's completely not in your wheelhouse right now, right? A yeah. cruise ship. Mm-hmm. What, like how far in advance will you guys, will you, Obviously, you know, there's a lot of moving parts on the boat. There's a lot of things you yeah, have an yeah. opportunity to do. But just to have like a, a safe foundation of set lists, like like how far in advance for something like that do you think you would do you, you know, see yourself planning that out? You know, if it's, you know, with, with it being what it is in the year, I will probably be talking when we get home from visiting family for Christmas. Yeah. You know, hey, guys, here's here's the first set list. Um, let's get together next week. Something like that. Um, Now, in the season that we're in right now, the guy who plays bass for us lives in Charlotte. And so um, that has a little bit of a that provides a little bit of a challenge when it comes to rehearsing. But what we have been doing is like, you know, we'll get together a little bit sooner as the members that are in Reading and we'll just record rehearsal, like playing all the way through. And then we'll send it over. Hey, here's set A. Practice to it. Hey, here's set B. Hey, here's set C. You know, we talk about it over text and. Um, they can practice the songs because the songs don't really change. But then we're like, okay, here's the transitions. Here's the yeah st- stuff like that. And so I would say we probably start planning it. Maybe I'll send something out before Christmas just to get it simmering. Right. So yeah. it's not like trying to rush at the end. But I would I would say January 4th. 
Nice. <laughs> there you go. Okay. I'll be, uh, be reaching out then to see where we're at. Just kidding. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah, send, your, send your wrecks, man. We'll, we'll play whatever you want. Do, do you anticipate flying to the East Coast or doing a cross-country tour on the way there? Oh, man. If we're, we... We have enough travel right now that, that, that <laughs> driving is just like, if we ever have the opportunity to not, I'm like, man, we're flying, Got it. We're flying it. There know? you go. And so now that may change. Our manager might listen to this and be like, no, you're, you're driving. It's cheaper. You know? You're uh, driving. Yeah, yeah. Make this clear. It's like, hey, I just want to make this clear. We're not buying a flight. Um, or but, So I, w- I would say we'll be, we'll be flying out to the area or even you know close. A lot of times we'll find a real cheap airport in the area and then rent a car from there. Um, but so yeah. the... The tour that you have going on right now, the um, correct me if I pronounce it wrong, the consequence of being a live tour. You're correct, um, yeah. It wraps up uh, the end of August. I would encourage everybody to go out and grab tickets, go see, um, you know, and where can people find tickets and, and all things uh, Gable Price and Friends? Yeah, I mean, we've got our website, gableprisingfriends.com. With a name like Gable, it's pretty easy to get a website domain. Um, uh, and so, uh, com, and we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. We're most active on Instagram. We're on threads now. Um, but, uh, yeah, I would say our website is the best place to find tickets, but our Instagram is the best place to find updates. Awesome. Gable, look, there's 190 days till the rock boat as of today. So we're excited. More importantly, we're excited for you, your tour, and all your success between now and then and uh, whatever leads you into the future. And we will, uh, we will see you on the boat. I'm looking forward to hanging guys. This is going to be yeah, totally I'm looking forward to hang too. It's gonna just, be cool. just putting that out there. Since many of the boaters have the unlimited drink package, what is your go-to beverage? I know you're yeah. good with getting up and running and all. Yeah. I, so I, I'm a, I'm a big coffee guy. There but, you go. Uh, okay. I, I know my, my guys in the band love like, vodka diet cokes and okay. white claws <laughs> well there's a starbucks on the ship yeah yeah well there we go there we go i mean starbucks oh. think about starbucks people always give it a bad rap but they have that blonde espresso and it's delicious it's, it's real nice it's the airport mm-hmm. go-to you know well come find me on the boat i get the unlimited starbucks bucks package so oh, we'll, we'll be we'll be taking a trip over there yeah man <laughs> awesome yeah. all right man take care thank you so much for swinging by of course guys thanks for having me Heck yeah